Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. Happy Thursday night to you. Damn it, if you're on the East Coast or maybe you're in the, the Midwest or something, I don't know. Happy Friday to you. Happy almost weekend. Anyway, I'm going to be hanging out with you for one more hour. Shout out to everybody who's been tuned in and locked in for the past three. I get started every weeknight, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. Thank you to Andrew Scarpacci. Holding it down for us in New York on the boards. Thank you to you for listening. It's Thursday night. We have Thursday night football. And what does that mean? We had two teams that played on Sunday. Turn around and play on Thursday. And one team looked dead tired. And the other one looked hell-bent on driving them into the ground. And that's the Chicago Bears. They did. The Bears beat the Commanders tonight 40-20 at FedEx Field. Chicago Bears picking up their first victory for the season. They snap a 14-game losing streak that dates back to last year. And Washington, after starting the season 2-0, the Commanders have now lost three consecutive games. At halftime of this game, Chicago led 27-3. In the first quarter of the game. This was bananas. DJ Moore already had 126 yards receiving just in the first quarter alone. Justin Fields threw four touchdowns. DJ Moore's stat line was crazy. A total of 230 yards receiving to go along with three touchdowns. And you know what? Let's just Let's hear all three touchdowns. This is touchdown number one by DJ Moore. This was in the first quarter of the game. Didn't take long. Only about three minutes went by. This is courtesy of the Bears Radio Network. Third and 14 at the 20-yard line. They go empty spread. Three to the left, two to the right. Safeties are back. Corners tight. Snap back to Fields. Fields looking, now throwing. Got open man. DJ Moore. End zone. Touchdown. Touchdown, Bears. Toasted the secondary on a 20-yard strike. His third touchdown pass from Justin Fields, the Maryland Terrapin, comes back to the area and puts the Bears on the board. Now let's go to the second quarter. Let's hear D.J. Moore's second touchdown that made the score 
17 to nothing. Third and six now at the 11-yard line of Washington. Moore and Mooney left. EQ St. Brown to the near side. Press coverage there. They're covering the slot. Komet in motion now. Paired in the left slot. Snap to Fields. Roche on the back. Going to throw. Left side of the end zone. Up in the air. Contested catch. Touchdown! DJ Moore! What a return to Maryland for the former first-round pick of Carolina and the new Bear. Breaking hearts here in Washington. 11-yard touchdown out of beauty from Fields. Left corner of the end zone in tight coverage. And the third scoring drive of the day in a 16-0. Just Bears to tell lead. 27-3 at halftime was the score. The Bears didn't score at all in the third. It looked like, you know, maybe, just maybe, Washington was going to get back in it. It was 27-14 to 14 Chicago in the fourth quarter. They got as close to 30-20. to 20. Curtis Samuel scored on a pass from Sam Howell. But that was as close as it was going to get. We saw missed passes, an interception, and then Chicago got the ball again. And D.J. Moore scored another touchdown, this time a 56-yarder to pretty much close the door. Third down and two, 44-yard line, Bears territory. Blasting game to the left of field. Slot left, Mooney outside of a Moore. Tight end right side of the line, Mercedes Lewis. And Tyler Scott out to the right, snap field. Stairs down the left side. Pass is caught by Moore. Down the sidelines. And nothing but green grass. He is gone, baby. Touchdown, DJ Moore on third and two. The corner broke on it, missed it. DJ Moore caught it. And he accentuates what's been a spectacular day. 56-yard touchdown, and that puts the icing on the cake. 230 yards in receiving on eight catches for the University of Maryland Terrapin. boy. It's the second most receiving yards by a receiver in a game in Bears history. Alshon Jeffrey, back in 2013, had a game where he hauled in 249 yards. After the game, D.J. Moore... He spoke to the media, and he actually said, man, I woke up this morning, and I was not feeling all that good. This morning, I was nervous, uh, out of this world nervous, so I guess that was uh, my body telling me that we was about to go off, so I look forward to having some more nervous days uh, before games. Yeah, he can have all the the nervous days as as he wants if it's going to turn into victories like that and I mean Justin Fields over the past two games he's been playing out of his mind we can go back to this past Sunday we can couple it with tonight he has eight touchdowns and one interception just this week and he's passed for just about 800 yards and yeah it's it's two games in a calendar week but this is a a a big turnaround from where he started the season where it was just like man Is Justin Fields going to keep the job? Are the coaches failing him? Is he failing to throw the ball? Is he overthinking? And and he's turned this around in two weeks. We know they choked the game away on Sunday. But nonetheless, his numbers are pretty spectacular. And he talked after the game about the connection between himself and DJ Moore. This is what he had to tell the folks at Amazon Prime in the postgame. I mean, yeah, DJ's awesome. Uh, from the moment he's gotten here, um, he's done nothing but work. Uh, you know, we've thrown a lot in the offseason extra, but 
I mean, you can kind of tell. I mean, when you throw to him, the first day he got there, you could just tell he was different. So uh, just those plays he made out there today, I mean, that's just a glimpse. He can do a lot more. And um, he really should have had, you know, one more touchdown. Yeah, he sucks. I overthrew him on one. But, um, I mean, he's a great player, great person. And um, I'm happy for him. So happy for him. Somebody else who's happy is, is Coach Eberflus. This man had to answer questions a couple of days ago about his job security. His record, even after tonight, he's now 4-18 and as head coach of the Chicago Bears. 4-18 and is something that typically gets you fired. And we still got a whole lot of season left. He still might be gone at the end of the year. But for tonight, at least, a victory, the first one in 14 games, Eberflus said, man, I'm proud of my guys. Guys did a nice job of, uh, you know, sticking together, you know, during our adversity. And I told them the the reason we could do that is because of the relationships we've built uh, in the building. And uh, the guys have always been tight, always been determined, and uh, super excited uh, about that. Sam Howell on the other side. Washington Commanders had to try to play catch up the whole damn game. Sam Howell had to throw the ball 51 times to try to stay competitive. He completed 37 passes, 388 yards, two touchdowns, and an INT. Sam Howell spoke and said, yeah, my arm hurts. So does this loss. It's tough. Um, you know, definitely definitely felt like it was a game that we, we were capable of winning. Um, and, you know, just didn't come, out to, didn't, didn't come off to a good start. Um, kind of put ourselves in a hole there in the first half and, you know, tried to fight our way back in the second half. But, you know, we came up short. A hole in the first half? 27-3? to And DJ Moore went off? This man had like a whole game receiving in one quarter. Ron Rivera talked about this after the game. And this is what he had to say about that defense giving up everything. I think some of it is just missed opportunities. Sometimes it's not about going after the ball as much as it's securing the tackle. I mean, these are all things that we're going to look at and talk about. And we have a little time to do that now. Sad. Sad, sad, sad all the way around. And for Washington, eh, they got the Atlanta Falcons next. And so maybe they can go and, and pick up a victory there. They will be here in Atlanta, so that'll be interesting to see. And the Chicago Bears, how about this? They, they might pick up another victory. There's a good chance that they get into a shootout with their next opponent. That happens to be the Minnesota Vikings. And so this was a good game to watch overall. It was more so, oh, my God, the Bears are lighting it up. DJ Moore is playing out of his mind. Justin Fields had four touchdown passes today. The other one went to Cole Komet. And you just had to watch the rest of it to go, are the Bears going to choke? Are the Chicago Bears going to give this up? And it was a small, small chance where it looked like, yeah, they just might. And they were able to hold on. Washington shot themselves in the foot at the end of the game. This is also important to note. We did learn before the game took place that the NFL, I don't even want to just say Chicago, but the NFL lost a legend, an icon in Dick Butkus. And so following the game, oof, man, Justin Fields, he, he's, he's met him. He knows the guy. And he talked about him and how he found out and how they dedicated the game in his honor. Take a listen. 
Yeah, we actually found out about it when we saw it on the screen. So uh, me and Mooney, we were talking about it. We were like, what? So we were in a big shock. But um, yeah, condolences to uh, his family. And um, But I mean, it just means a lot, you know, tonight, getting a win. Um, our first one in a long time. So uh, Bears legend. He'll never be forgotten. And, uh, you know, we played for him tonight. So this one's for him tonight. So uh, I'm glad we got the dub. Hey, Justin Fields head coach, Iberflus, he, he talked about Dick Butkus as well. He shared some thoughts on how he inspired him and also showed love to his family. Take a listen. My condolences to uh, the Buckus family. Uh, my, my deepest sympathies to them. Um, I had a, a, a several chances to visit with uh, Dick during the time uh, that I've been here, and it's always great talking to him, you know, because he's one of my idols uh, growing up, uh, being a linebacker. And uh, we had some good talks about reading keys and, and a, lot, a lot of different things. But, uh, uh, again, my, my condolences uh, to the family. Yeah, a bitter, bittersweet night, bittersweet day. Uh, Dick Butkus passing away at 80 years old. This man was born in Chicago, played for Illinois, drafted by the Bears, played for the Bears, eight-time Pro Bowler, was there from 65 to 73. The only thing missing from his resume was, was a decent Bears team. They were bad when he was there, but he scared the living hell out of everybody. Hall of Fame in 1979, a legend, just a legend. I remember growing up, I didn't see him play live, but watching the highlights, the NFL and the NFL Films has always just done an amazing job highlighting their past, their history, from the music to the video to the footage to the narration. The NFL has always done a tremendous job there. And, and Dick Butkus, he didn't need to be built up into a superhero he didn't need uh super highlight packages you watch the footage it spoke for itself the name the style the mustache the physicality and dick butkus was the man rest in peace to dick butkus all the best to his family it's the jr sport brief show here with you on cbs sports radio 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to get to your calls. We've talked about a lot tonight. Obviously, the game, the Bears breaking, that 14-game losing streak. Uh, We did talk about Jonathan Taylor. We have to see if he's going to return to the field against the Tennessee Titans. He did return uh, in practice on Wednesday. Evan Neal of the Giants is going against the fans. We talked about the New York Mets. Billy Epler stepping down amidst an investigation that he misused the injured list. And then I didn't mention this. Team USA basketball is going to look crazy. They got a new center on the team. He plays for the Sixers, and he had like three teams to choose from. I'm going to explain. I'm going to get to more of your calls here. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio.
You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Thank you for taking my call. I'm a huge fan. I listen to you every night on the way home from work. JR, you are a great sports psychologist. Thank you very much, my brother, from another mother. And I like you. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. And I like you too. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Beers beat Washington 40-20. to And I, I want to mention this as well. We know the NBA season is going to get started at the end of the month. We've had media day. Jimmy Butler showed up with his, uh, his emo hair. Now he has normal hair. James Harden is in Philadelphia, or at least with the Philadelphia 76ers as they practice in Colorado. And then his teammate, Joel Embiid, let everybody know that for next year's Olympics, Joel Embiid is going to be playing for Team USA, which is kind of nuts. It's also interesting that Joel Embiid has dual citizenship between the United States of America and France which he acquired last year. And then there's also Cameroon, where he was born, which is trying to get into the Olympics. And so he really had a a choice of three countries to represent in the Olympics. He wasn't going to play for Cameroon. I mean, there's a chance that they may not make it all the way into the Olympics at all. And then he decided against France. And the reason that he said was because of his, his son. He wanted to go ahead and, and represent the USA, where, which has been his home, where his son has been born. He said, it wasn't easy talking to my family. I want to play with my brothers in the league. I want to play for my fans because they've been incredible since I've come here. And he says, most of all, I want to honor my son who was born in the United States. I want my boy to know I played my first Olympics for him. That's from Joel Embiid. And if you think about the starting five, potentially for Team USA, Steph Curry, Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, LeBron James, Joel Embiid, that doesn't even go to the bench of guys like Damian Lillard. This, the team should be nuts. The United States of America has won four straight gold medals. Uh, the last time in Japan, they beat France. And that French team? It would have had Joel Embiid and Victor Wembenyama and Rudy Gobert. They would have just tried to be bigger than everybody. So just an interesting story there. Uh, Joel Embiid deciding to play for Team USA in France, by the way. That's where the next Olympics will take place. And uh, I would expect the United States of America to smash anybody. Smash everybody, I should say. The team is ridiculous. 855-212-4CBS. Brandon is calling from Green Bay. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Go ahead, Brandon. Hey, um, how are you? How are you doing, JR? Good, man. What's up? Um, so I didn't really get to get a chance to really watch Dick Buckus play because when he was playing, I, wa- I I wasn't really into football because I was so I was so young. But yeah, he was really iconic, and I heard about it. I heard about him, and I wa- and I've watched highlights. So, and I want to get to. I, not to overshadow anything, but I wanted to get to say something about the Brewers and their series against the Diamondbacks. Not to take anything away to the Diamondbacks because 
Because they are in that, but Brewers need to get rid of Craig Council. They are one and nine in the postseason since that 2008 run in the NLCS, and I think, and I'm not saying that's going to solve all their problems because they can't hit the ball first in scoring position. But I think they need a new voice in the dugout. I and I don't think at the same time. Look, Craig Council is probably on his way to the New York Mets, and so. When you talk about getting rid of Craig Council, is it getting rid of him, or is he ready to just jump ship anyway? I think he either goes to the Mets or he takes a year off to go be with his son because his son is playing baseball. I think he plays starts baseball in Michigan coming up. So yeah, I think he I think he's going to take Steve Cohen's money. That's what I think he's going to do. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, Brandon, for calling from Green Bay. And I, I it, it's tough in baseball to blame the manager, man. What? Craig Council ain't out there swinging that bat no more. Them days are over for him. I mean, we got we to gotta blame him because the offense stinks. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4CBS. Anthony's calling from Atlanta. What's up, Anthony? JJR, can you hear me? I hear you loud and clear. What's going on? Awesome, man. Uh, thank you for taking my call. And I'm calling about, you know, uh, the Joel Embiid situation. I'm not feeling uh, the Joel Embiid situation. Here's my two thoughts, right? Thought number one is how weak has the USA become that they got to get naturalized players, right? Number two is, bro, this is about to be in France. This is your homeland. You spent 15 years here, and you chose to not play for France. It's like, come on, man. Rep your Joel, country. Joel Embiid and, thing, and, and – well, Sorry, he, go ahead, go ahead. No, he's, no, man. He's from Cameroon. He's uh, he, he basically got an exemption to be a French citizen. Well, I saw that he was uh, he came over here when he was uh, 16, 15 years old. Where was he at before that? I thought he was in Cameroon as, as a little yes. child. Went to Camer- yes, Cam- Cameroon to the United States of America. Yeah, he is. He has spent his most of his life in Cameroon in the United States of America. I don't okay, believe he's... Ball off for Cameroon, then. I think you should ball off for Cameroon, put them on the map, man, really represent where you're from. Why, why? What is your opposition to him representing Team USA? I don't... Uh, I'm not feeling him representing the USA because he came here when he was 16. It's like, you. it's okay to represent your roots. It's okay to, you know, rep your heritage. It's okay to put your... Uh, country on the map. Cameroon, he could do big things for Cameroon. He could build the Cameroon team up. He could really represent. No, he can't. No, they're going to suck. They're going to lose. I mean, <laughs> uh, what do you, why, why, why are we making up lies? I, I think he could put them on. All that money he got, he could go build a facility over there, start getting uh, players in. Nah, and I'm, I'm, I'm still, look, basketball is, is growing leaps and bounds in, in multiple countries in Africa. Now, having said that, I don't, I don't, I'm, I would say I'm just as American as you are, but I don't, I ain't got no problem with him playing for the United States of America. I mean, we got, there's so many people in America that weren't born in America that come over to him. What's the big deal? What's the problem? I don't find none. He wants to play for Team USA. What do I care? It's basketball. I'm looking at, I understand basketball too at the end of the day. And I ain't got nothing to do with that, but he came from Cameroon, man. When you represent okay. where you was from, you do right. major things for that. Wearing that jersey is definitely going to inspire young okay. Cameroon kids and give them hope okay. as well. 
Uh, well, thank you, thank you, Anthony, for uh, waving the the flag of Cameroon here on CBS Sports Radio. It seems like he's more concerned with him representing for Cameroon as opposed to representing Team USA. The man lives here. He has family here. I mean, he got a he has a, a family that he started in America. That's like a lot of people. What's the big deal? He wants to rep the United States of America. Who cares? It's the big deal. He gets to run around and be out there all seven foot of him or seven two, however tall he is. And he gets to abuse the French national team. I hope Joel Embiid dunks on Rudy Gobert. Somebody's going to do it in the Olympics. I hope it's Joel Embiid. 855-212-4CBS. Manoj is calling from Bethesda out in Maryland. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Manoj? Yo, man, how you doing? I'm great. What's up? I'm angry, man. I was at the uh, Commanders-Bears game tonight. <clears throat> Bad night. Oh, Bad no. night. Did you watch that game? Unfortunately, yes. I talked about it. and wa- well, Hold on, Manoj. Wait a minute. Where you, when did you turn the radio on? Like 20 minutes ago. Okay. Yeah, I've been talking about the game for the past, I don't know, four hours. So, yes, of course. I'd be a crap garbage sports broadcaster, Manoj. If I didn't watch okay, the game, what, what you think I've been doing all night? Hey, man, I've never listened to you before, but you're good. You're good. I just turned you on. I just, well, I just well, got to the D.C. area. So I, I appreciate well, the show. It's a fun show. Well, thanks. I, I try. Go ahead. Okay. So uh, what, what do you think about? I mean, I mean, I'll just give you my opinion. Um, tonight, I've been a D.C. sports fan for about 20. I'm 34 years old. Been a sports fan for about 25 Tonight was maybe the worst sports event I've ever been to in the D.C. area. Have you been to one? Oh, man, I was just in D.C. a couple weeks ago at the Universe Soul Circus. Does that count? No. No, man, come on. Don't mess with me. Come on. Do you know how much time was spent into tonight? And that was the worst performance by the most overhyped defense I have ever heard of in my entire life. Okay. Yeah, I, I saw. I watched. It was 27-3 at halftime. They gave up a million big plays. Your man had 127 yards receiving in the first quarter. I, I saw. I watched. It happens, yes. So what, what would I you mean, like to happen as a result? Uh, I think Jack Del Rio should be taken out, out of the team. That's reasonable. I don't think it's going to happen at this early point of the season. We, we talked about this uh, before you, you started to listen. We had a caller who pretty much uh, didn't go for Jack Del Rio first, but wanted to take a look at Ron Rivera and give him the boot. And I, I said no. it very clearly. Josh Harris is not going to just go ahead and fire either one of these two dudes. And, of course, Ron Rivera would be the one to tell Jack Del Rio to disappear. But I, I can't see a massive change this early in the season. I think things would have to hit the skids a little bit more uh, closer towards the end of the season before we see a Ron Rivera getting the boot. And I don't think Ron Rivera would tell Jack Del Rio to take a hike either. So I think what it is is what it's going to be at least for uh, another month or so before you see any change. They have a winnable game coming up against Atlanta. They have another winnable game winnable, coming up against They had New a winnable York. game tonight. Why They're not going to beat it. Manoj, can you hold on a second? Yeah. I know what took place tonight. You were there, and I watched it. I can't go back in time, and we know what took place. 
You're talking about the future. The reason why you want to remove a head coach is so you have a better chance to move forward for the future. And so what I'm saying to you is, based on what has already happened, the next game against Atlanta, and to say we're not going to win against Atlanta, you might as well quit on the whole season, okay? Here's the deal. Atlanta is an up-and-down team. They just came back from London and got their asses whooped out there. Atlanta is a run-of-the-mill team. The New York Giants are run-of-the-mill team. They are two games that the Washington Commanders should be able to go out there and win. And so one thing that you don't want to do is go out and make a brash or rash decision. I'll go even further. As much as you may not want to hear or anyone does, they ain't no expectations for the Commanders to win anything this season. That was before things even got started. Before the year got going, there was a very high probability that this team was going to finish at or around 500. Wouldn't you say so? Yeah, sure. Okay, I, and I, so I, what, I, what, what, are they, what, what are they at right now? They're two and three. There you go. I think they're going to ride this same wave for the rest of the season. This season is more so about what do we have with the quarterback with Sam Howell? What is the defense going to look like? And at least for right now, they can't tackle worth a damn, especially once you get into the secondary. And thank you, Manoj, for calling from Maryland. You, you, can't, you can't go through the season and just, just ride the wave, man. You can't hire and fire this dude when you go through a losing streak. I mean, everybody, well, not everybody. People in Pittsburgh want to can Mike Tomlin right now. Let's just fire him today. And then do what? You don't want to be a joke franchise too like some of these other ass teams out here? I get it. It sucks. It hurts. It's disappointing. It's embarrassing. But, I mean, if you fired everybody, then where's your baseline to start? 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Justin is here from Maryland. What's up, Justin? Hey, what's up, boss? Um, I'm I'm from uh, Law, Maryland. Uh, I'm an Eagles fan. And uh, I I feel like you guys retired tonight. Um, It was just from you just played on Monday and uh, got to play again on Thursday. I feel like that's the reason why. Yeah, well, it, it, let's like so, that, I, I know they played uh, – they went into overtime, and I know they lost in overtime yeah. with a field goal and such. Yep. Every game – and this is why the quality – and thank you, Justin, for calling from Maryland. This is why the, the quality of the games on Thursdays, for the most part, stink. The players don't have proper rest and recovery. There's a quick turnaround b- between the games, and the players don't want to play on Thursday nights. That's just that's factual. But come on now. The Chicago Bears didn't go into overtime when they got beat by Denver, but they played on Sunday as well. I mean, somebody got to win, somebody got to lose. I'd say both teams were tired. What am I to say, that, that Washington was even more tired? Look, Thursday night is an interesting night for some damn football. The games that we get typically stink. And tonight, outside of, oh, my God, are the Bears going to choke? What was the interest in watching this? 855-212-4CBS. Tom is calling from Oregon. Go ahead, Tom. Hey, thanks for having me on, JR. Sure. Hey, I, 
I just question people coming after Joel and his decision because it is his decision. And with him having injuries in the past, I think, you know, expecting him to go try to be everything for a team versus uh, the U.S. team would just, you know, use him for, you know, how he's meant to be used versus, you know, if he went to play for uh, his home team, he'd, he'd be everything for that team, right? I mean, he'd All be the, sudden, the team. Like, I don't know no Cameroonian basketball player besides him. Yeah, they're going to run him rough, you know, and then what's that going to do to his career, you know? Like, I think he's thinking a lot bigger than just the optics of it. Yeah, let me let me tell you something. This man is almost 30 years old. Joel Embiid is almost 30 years old. He is moving towards, if not having spent half of his life in America, he's moving there. Like, so what? what's the problem? And I, I for the life of me, I, I can't understand why anybody would care. You know, it's not like Joel Embiid is taking anything from you. He's playing basketball. Who cares? That's that's kind of my thought, you know? Well, you know, I could be biased because I'm a Blazer fan, and, you know, we've seen our share of injuries, Brandon Roy and such. You know, it's just anything could happen, you know, and well, let him make the, his decision and respect him for it. Is, yeah, is well, how Brandon, I Brandon Roy, his body was on borrowed time before he even got in the NBA. Well, and then we got the Odin? big guy a couple of years ago, Odin. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, we miss Jordan. <laughs> Our sorrow goes back. Yeah, well, 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 not not all not all due to injury. Well, my apologies. Now you got Scoot Henderson. Enjoy it, okay? Oh, we will. I appreciate your time. Thank you, Tom, for calling from Oregon. I like Oregon. Got a lot of beer up in Oregon. Any place with a lot of beer is good by me. Brian is calling from Jersey. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, my man. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. So uh, I. I was uh, listening, rest in peace, Dick Butt, I'm just reading about it right now. And uh, so I was, I was listening to the game on the fan tonight on Westwood One. And uh, all of a sudden, Dick Butt's voice appears on my radio. They're running an ad for something. I don't even know what it was. And it freaked me out. I was wondering if you ever heard from, uh, like, voices from the past. Have I ever heard voices from the past? Yeah, people that have died, you know. I just no, thought it that's... was strange that on a day that Dick Buckus dies, you know, the Bears are playing and then they're running an advertisement on the radio with his voice. Nah, are you sure it wasn't something that honored? I mean, he was a pitchman. He did sell a lot of things. You sure that wasn't like part of a, of a, a, a rundown of his life? No, it was him doing an actual advertisement for some kind of, I don't know what it was. It was okay. starts with an A. It was a company that starts with an A. It was okay. just freaky. Yeah, well, those type of things happen. He was certainly a salesman, an actor. He did a lot post-career. So uh, consider it a coincidence, Brian. You think you're getting a message or something? Uh, not a message. I just, okay. you know, I, I coincidence maybe. I don't know if you believe right. in that. Coincidences. Hey, well, they, they happen. They happen, Brian. Well, All God right. Bless I'm going to keep listening. Uber driving from uh, Jersey and on CBS HD, too. Thanks, Joe. All right. No doubt, my man. Drive safe out there. Look, look, Dick Buck has sold a lot of stuff, man. That's, that's coincidence, irony. 
whatever you want to call it. 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to take more of your calls before we have to roll out. I see people want to talk about Embiid and Dick Butkus and the Bears and Washington. I got you covered. But right now, it's a newsflash. Here he is, Kevin Dexter. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I gotta tell you, JR, the only highlight of my night is being able to talk to you. One of the best and most underrated in the business, I gotta tell you, you're amazing. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. This portion of the show is brought to you by Wesley Financial. Are you stuck in a timeshare and want out? You can contact Wesley Financial Group now and get a free timeshare exit information kit at wesleyfinancialgroup.com. It's been a busy night, a busy Thursday. Depending on where you live, it's already Friday morning. We have talked about Jonathan Taylor. We have just just a shown appreciation to Dick Butkus and what he's meant to the NFL. Obviously, we talked about the Thursday night football game between the Bears and Washington, Chicago beating them 40-20. to We talked about Evan Neal beefing with the New York Giants fans and then apologizing. We talked about the New York Mets being a mess. Uh, we talked about Joel Embiid connecting with or signing or saying he will play and committing to USA Basketball as opposed to Cameroon or France. We talked about Pat Fitzgerald. I know that's going on in in the shot as well. I mean, he's hitting back. He's like, y'all fired me? He's like, y'all going to pay me my money. So we we got a lot that we've gone through. I'll be back tomorrow, of course, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific. We got a lot of callers on. I'm going to try to get on as many as possible. Tomorrow is also a very good night. Not only do we have a a full slate of NFL games and college games, we're going to move into the divisional round of the Major League Baseball playoffs. So it should be a lot of fun. 855-212-4CBS. Matt is calling from Virginia. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Matt? Hey, thanks so much for taking the call. Believe it or not, I'm actually still driving home from the uh, Commanders and Bears game tonight. Well, uh, it's not a big surprise. I mean, FedEx Field is a pain in the ass to get to and from, so I get it. Yeah, yeah, not not exactly central to the D.C. metro area, but uh, it is what it is. So I'm a, I'm a Chicago transplant. I've lived out here since 2016. Um, wanted to talk a little bit about Justin Fields' future with you for a minute. Um, here, here's my take on it. I'm, I'm just curious to hear your thoughts. You know, I think I think Justin has really been a lightning rod uh, of criticism for the last couple of years, and I think it, a lot of it is is really unfair. Now, I'm a diehard Bears fan, and I don't expect everybody to follow the details in the way that that a diehard Bears fan would. But if you pay any attention to this team, you would know that it's been criminal in the sense that in the way the organization has supported him and surrounded him with talent or, or lack thereof since he's been drafted. I mean, you're talking about a guy who last year, you know, had receivers like Byron Pringle and Nikhil Harry, you know, as his guys to throw to. Um, 
And so, you know, I, I don't want to hear any more, especially after the last two weeks, about Justin Fields as a running back playing quarterback. The man yeah, can throw the ball. I think I think a lot of that, if I'm, and I, I speak for myself, and I pay attention to general consensus and what people say, I think that part's been put to bed. I think people just wanted to really see what he can do throwing the ball. And that's out of the mouth of his own general manager and and Ryan Poles. And it was only a few weeks ago that he publicly said out of his own mouth, uh, Justin Fields did, that he felt that the offense was, was, was too much, that they needed to simplify things a little bit. And I mean, well, damn it, if you look at the course of just this week alone, from the game this past Sunday against the Broncos, you look at tonight, the guy has eight touchdowns. We've seen it, man. I'm here in Georgia, okay? I've heard about this dude playing since he was running out of Kennesaw. I had a chance to see him and, and, and see what he was doing when he got the ball with the Bulldogs. All he wanted to do was hand him off the ball. We all saw what he did by the time he went to Ohio State. And so, no, the talent is there. I mean, we hear this right now with Caleb Williams out of USC, at least from his father. He's like, man, if we're going to get drafted, if my son is going to get drafted to a team that can't develop a QB, that has a poor history, then damn it, we will just stay in college. And so I think everybody sees that the talent is there. It's the consistency. It's the weapons. And so to be able to connect with DJ Moore tonight the way that he did just 230 yards, three touchdowns. Is he going to do this every game? No, nobody does. But from what he did last year to this year, I think it's picking up the consistency. And to your point, I agree with you. I don't think there anybody could really crap on him anymore. Matt, I got to wrap the show up, okay? Can I make one one last quick comment? I, there's, there's, there's not enough time. I got to go. And it's not okay. I have okay. to go, but the show is ending. It's, I mean, show got to end, right? I got to shut the show down. That's what it is. Hey, Andrew, I'm, I'm right. I got to shut up, right? I think you still got a minute. No, I got, I got less than a minute. I'm looking at the clock now. Well, first of all, Andrew, thank you for doing a great job tonight, okay? Thank you so much. It was great being back. No doubt. Shout out to Andrew Scarpacci for holding it down. Listen, folks, the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio just about done. I'm going to be back with you tomorrow, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific. As I told you, we're going to look at the NFL games. We're going to look at the college games. We're going to look at the divisional round of the Major League Baseball playoffs. And if you missed a minute or a second of tonight's show, it's real simple. You can hit rewind on the free Odyssey app. Man, you hate to do a show where someone has passed away, but Dick Butkus just... One of my favorite sports personalities, just for what he's done from acting to the endorsements and even the footage that I had to sit down and watch like a lot of other folks. The Gerald Sport Re Show here on CBS Sports Radio is done, but don't move. Amy Lawrence, she's coming up next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.